Hey everybody, superfan Giovanni here. Welcome to Classic Love Line, episode 413, from April 29th, 1997, a Tuesday night show with guests David Spade and Brittany Powell. No, I checked, they don't have a project together. Now, part of this episode had been floating around the internet, uh, part of the fan archives, for nearly a decade. It was an unknown chunk of the show, with an unknown date to go with it. We now have a date and an almost complete recording, thanks to that original chunk floating out there and the new Kevin tapes. David comes onto the show, which I think is his second appearance of the Adam Carolla era, unless this was the episode in question where he finally appeared in order to get free K-Rock tickets. I believe that was for the weenie roast, and it could have been 97, so this could be his first appearance. It's left unclear. David talks about his transition to the upcoming sitcom schedule for Just Shoot Me, unaware of how many seasons it'll actually go on for, and his preparation for his upcoming 1998 HBO comedy hour, including several live dates at the Irvine Improv. I wonder if that's where he met certain friends. David Spade of SNL fame and his movies with Chris Farley and Brittany Powell, the female lead from the movie Airborne. Both in the studio tonight without a mutual project. David Spade and a young blonde actress. Glad to know some things never change. And as per usual, it's recorded in 1997. Some of the medical advice may be out of date. Please consult your own physician or contact Dr. Drew and Mike Catherwood on Current Day Loveline. 1-800-LOVE-191. Listener discretion is advised. You can follow us on Twitter at Podcast One, on Facebook, Podcast One there as well, and PodcastOne.com, the home of all your favorite podcasts. Mahalo and get on. The following program is a PodcastOne.com production. I guess we start in August. I don't know much about it. I mean, Sign Line was kind of a different different drill, so this is going to be new to me. And um, Irvine Improv uh, this weekend. Yeah. Friday and Saturday? Yeah. Two yeah. shows uh, an evening? Uh, two shows Friday, two shows Saturday, and one Sunday. And how long a set do you do? I do about almost an hour. Oh, that is, uh, that is an <laughs> it's amazing. It's hard. It is. It is absolutely you know. amazing. No, I, but the most I could put together was about, I, I put together a minute 45 once, <laughs> but, but about mm, 50 seconds of that was me saying, where are you from? To the same, yeah, no, same plant in the audience. No, believe me, there's some, there's some downtime in the middle of that hour. It ain't all like wall to wall laughs. It's a lot of, uh, any questions, uh, from the balcony? <laughs> no, it, it's, uh, it's fun, but you know, I haven't done it for a while, so I'm kind of getting in the groove again and doing clubs, cause I, I want to do one of those, uh, HBO things where you right. an hour. And, and how, how, uh, does it work for you? I mean, uh, and be honest, uh, how much material, how much new stuff do you work out in an evening, or do you just uh, hone the stuff, uh, that, that's been working from the night before, or whatever? You want some Well, candy? I don't, I don't, I have, I have some candy. Oh, I can't eat this, but I want to watch you eat it. Okay, go ahead. Do it but slow, Brent. Have that blow pop. Feel free to use another one too. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I used, you know, I do. I do colleges sometimes during the year, and that's hard enough. But they're so rowdy. It's like two or three thousand kids come, and they just, you know, they've seen Tommy Boy and they see Saturday Night Live, so they're rowdy. It's hard to stop and listen. Right. I think that's why Sandler went and just wound up doing a band when he did shows. He doesn't just do stand up. Just out shouting. You can't meet their energy. They get so, they get so wild. So I like it in a way, but my my humor is kind of like more low key. So it's hard, and I don't want to disappoint them. So it's weird when I do clubs. It's a little easier. They're a little older. They listen more, and uh, I weed out a couple of the Billy Carter space shuttle jokes, and I add a couple of new ones about. <laughs> You know, new bands like U2 or whoever's cool. <laughs> anyway, right. just, that was 1987, huh? You just replace Ario <laughs> Speedwagon uh, with Prodigy. Yeah. And, uh, and you're fine. Yeah, I just looked at the, uh, well, that's not, that's local. But yes, that is local. I All look right. at bands that play on this uh, station. I get like a glaze over my eyes and just nod my head like they're cool. Uh, Brittany. 
Thank you. Yes. I'm sorry. I just no, talked too long. Uh, no, that was Talk fun. to the lady. No, She's that was lovely. Brittany, Brittany's here. On. Brittany was here just a few short weeks ago. And the reason Brittany's back, besides uh, far too long ago, Adam. being in love with me. Brittany, you have it's, a little... It's true. I know your boyfriend's in the next room, and I know you have a uh, semi-monogamous thing going on with him. But you have an infatuation with me, do you not? He knows how I feel about you. In all seriousness, <laughs> you, you do have some some like him? Yes, I know. Doesn't you just smash That's wonderful. Brittany is here because Brit uh, David requested a um, a, a busty blonde uh, to oh, yeah, accompany him to the, to the show, and said that you wanted a nice looking girl to sit in the show with you. And wow, I said, uh, that's my Bruce. publicist just thinking one step ahead. Oh, the, more, okay. the more amazing thing is that when David talks, somebody takes him seriously. Oh, okay. Well, uh, let's <laughs> any, okay, David, Mr. Spade. Any, get right on it. Any excuse to get uh, Brittany out here? <laughs> All right. So let's take some phone calls and uh, see where we go. Amy, eighteen, you're on Loveline. Hi, Adam. Um, I went to LA a couple months ago when I was homeless, and while I was on the streets, I ran into this guy who was, um, he's 41, and we got involved. And now that I'm back up in my town, um, he wants to continue seeing me. And um, How, Wait, how'd you run into him? Uh, actually, I was at a college junior, and... Um, I was reading, and he was sitting at a table arguing over money. What and were you doing homeless? In, how, where do you live now? I live in Sacramento. And what did you come down here to be homeless for? I wanted to be a movie star. Mm -hmm. And I was already homeless. So. You are homeless up there? Yeah. Why? Because my foster parents decided that they didn't want me to live with them anymore. Wow. What kind of deal is that? They wow. uh, welcome you into their home, and then they toss you out. What yeah. were you doing? You are acting out? No, no, um... I got kicked out of school for a pretty stupid reason. What? I was going around my female dorm rooms without clothes on because I thought that was normal. I, I was going like to and from the shower room with a towel, and they kicked me out for... Right, right. And I used to get fired from every job I had because um, I did twice the work of uh, everyone I worked with, and uh, the guys were jealous, and so the boss fired me. Yeah. You know, Amy? Well, all the girls there were fat anyway, so. Right. And I was dumped by many a woman because uh, she said that my looks were intimidating. Right. That I was too attractive and that the penis, penis uh, circumference, they always uh, seem to specify. Why, why did you end up in foster care in the first place? Um, things with my real dad weren't working out. They're not really my foster parents. They're, they're my best friend's parents. And I guess they decided when I wasn't at school anymore, they, uh, they didn't want to take care of me. And do you Do you have... She's 18. And Amy... Uh, just based on your history and the circumstance you were in, I can only imagine that anyone who uh, got involved with you, who met you at a fast food right, price, is taking advantage in every way possible and is a predator. And the fact that the age difference is so substantial is just further evidence in that well, regard. Well, you're supposed to be a real respectable guy. Um, so what? Let me ask you a few questions so about this guy. <laughs> uh, does he wear a uh, purple velvet duster and a uh, fedora with it's a feather in it? Bag. <laughs> it's like what makes a man respectable because he has a lot of money. No, no well, you know. he he was a professional boxer, and oh, that makes him real respectable. No, but but all his like friends say that he's a real nice guy. And his boxing friends. Well, no, his uh, mafia friends. Oh, his yeah. roommates. He's forty-one. Yeah. Don't don't create more hell for yourself, really. Um, no, don't do it. And we're all going with no. So, what's the question? She knows that she wants to know if she should keep seeing this right. guy long distance. Well, I'm thing. also in love with this guy. I used to go out with when I was fourteen. And I was wondering if I should like pursue this relationship with with this guy in L.A. and take it seriously, or if I should just forget about him. Forget about the forty-one-year-old, okay? Okay. Forget about it. 
Thank and, you. And, and work on Amy. It's Amy's, got unhealthy Amy, written all over it. Amy, yes. Amy needs to create structure in her life. Amy needs to stay with the basics, right? Yeah. Housing, food, job. Well, he was supporting me down there. That no, no, no. Take care of yourself. Don't create any more dependencies. Dang, what fight? Don't support me. Well, kid. Then, uh, then, uh, then who, wait a minute. Who was uh, supporting you, kid pedophile? Yeah. That was my name when I used to be in the ring. It's kind of a. <laughs> it's it, it, if you think about it, it's kind of a funny name, kid pedophile. A lot of successful boxers <laughs> hang out at Carl's Jr. I saw Muhammad Ali there a couple times. Yeah, I saw uh, Ernie Shavers was in line uh, just in front of me uh, the other day getting a. Uh, okay. Amy, good luck. All right, good luck, Amy. Stay out of trouble. Stay away from boxers. Stay away from old boxers. Stay away from fast food. Stay away from L.A. Dante, fifteen. Yes, um. Kid pedophile. See, kids, like thirty-two a and thirteen. Dante, go ahead. That was your right. Yes, me and my girlfriend, we have been going out <laughs> for eight months, and we have been having sex ever since. I got that, Dan. Sorry, right. sorry. Go ahead, Dante. And ever since then, my friends have been coming up to me and telling me that she has been cheating on me. But at first, I didn't believe them because a couple of my friends who told me that she was cheating on me, they were trying to talk to her. Meaning, but they wanted to. To get her away from you? Right. The last time I had sex with her, I had been having problems with me urinating, and every time I had an erection, it kind of hurt. And then right. it goes away. All right. But it, I want to know, is it a sign of herpes? Cause no, herpes, herpes typically is a skin problem. Oh, What's the ED problem? Yes. This is some other sexually transmitted Not disease. specified arthritis. You know a little bit about that. Wait. <clears throat> I think he has a note from his doctor. <laughs> no, it, it, is, it is at least a urethritis of some time. <laughs> David, you just ruined your shot with I Brittany. took a class in BD. It was an elective. Uh -huh. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's get to this guy's real problems. But the All deal right. is, listen, anytime people have a discharge or hurts when they urinate after a new sexual contact or a potentially unprotected sexual contact, it's a sexually transmitted disease until proven otherwise. Gonorrhea, nonspecific urethritis typically cause this sort of thing. Herpes can. Um, but it is something you need to take care of right away. If you don't, there can be complications. You can, the infection can get up into the higher areas of the genital tract, like the epididymis, the prostate. Oh. Create problems for you down the line. If it's gonorrhea, it can even have an arthritis associated with it. Of the penis? No. Because I think there's... Um, I think I have that. Now you have, Has you he have had popping. this checked out? My penis cracks. He should have this checked out right away, right? Yeah. yeah. Tomorrow morning. First thing, all right? And it's very, these days it's very easily treated. I mean, there's so many different antibiotics that are effective against, fortunately still effective against gonorrhea, right. effective against chlamydia, which I, I didn't even mention as one of the more likely candidates of causing this thing, and the nonspecific urethritis. There's a medicine called Zithromax. You just take one dose of and it covers it fairly nicely in a shot of something called Rocephin. Did we uh, answer his question? What was Hang his on, question? There's also medicine called Floxman uh, that's please, available. Please, right? what you get for Come back yes, with some John seminar, yes, uh, the long weekend no, of it's, golf? No, it's, it's just I was thinking, oh. I, you know what, I, I saw a flyer for a sexual, an STD symposium, and it was about the new, newer treatments. I thought to myself, it really, in, even in the years I've been doing this show, that the antibiotics that we have available are much more effective and much more uh, easy to take and uh, available. That's what I used to try. That's nice. <laughs> Where did you put them? Remember right the urethra. Remember Razzles? Jessica, right 14. You don't remember yeah, Razzles, like Brittany? Candy, but they Brittany oh, is oh, a okay. tad. Brittany's only yeah. 16. She's a tad younger than you are, David. Let's not I talk know. about our age difference no, here. Adam's still working on 32 and 13. <laughs> <laughs> He's still working on a paper. Kid money. pedophile. <laughs> Jessica, 14. Hey, everybody. Hey. Um, I just want to have like a quick comment before I got to my question. Please. Um, I have like a problem with you. Um, 
especially I I know that um, Adam is like for um, abortion, but I have like a problem with Drew recommending it. For just, abortion, even for women who aren't pregnant. <laughs> and Jessica, Jessica. Yeah. Your comment, uh, it's interesting that people hear what they want to hear, and your comment really just amplifies that point, because in point of fact, I am vehemently anti-abortion. Right. Anti-abortion. Vehemently. Off the air, it's the same story. But I, but I do, I, I do understand that it is an option for people, and I'm certainly willing to discuss it because it's the law of the land, but I personally am against it. And I'm not, I'm not going to impose my, my sort of philosophical point of view on what, what is the state. I've, I've heard you talk, talk about it. It's like, um, I mean, I've heard you before, like, say. I think adoption is, it is. Sounds, it sounded like you were for, like, you, you know. Well, we get, I'll tell you what we get caught up in is we have to talk to the people that come out of such horrible family situations and it, it jades us a little bit and we are sort of discouraging people from having kids before they're really ready to raise them no matter what. Just general, that's one of our principles. But on the other hand, I, I don't think abortion is a problem. But I am for abortion, as as uh, a method of birth control, by the way. Uh, well, I am too, but um, I've heard you like talk, you like I've heard you say, oh yeah, I'm I think abortion is fine. No, Adam has said that before, and I just want to know why you think it's okay. I have no idea why you think that. Well, he's single <laughs> because I'm considering the uh, alternative with a lot of our callers. I mean, uh, look. What kind of alternative is killing somebody? Well, what kind of alternative is this kid growing up uh, in this horrible and uh, crack-infested environment and then killing uh, me? That's what I'm looking out for. Well, that's what Drew says. Well, that's that's a better alternative, yes. Unfortunately, here's the reality is that people are so narcissistic these days that they will not make decisions based on what's proper and good for a child. They insist on, their, on, on you know, maintaining their own narcissistic uh, involvement with the child. Uh, listen, uh, listen. I, I, we can't argue about this all night. Uh, abortion is an evil. I believe a necessary evil, uh, but an evil. And uh, life begins after you learn to uh, program the VCR. That is my we are all philosophical discussion. We're all doomed. I'm not. I'm terrified of overpopulation, too, but that doesn't mean I'm just saying that. My little brother, we adopted him. Really? Yeah, he was my cousin's baby. Oh. And How old were you? That's what we're here to talk to you about. we got to get rid of him. How old were you when uh, <laughs> when he was adopted? Uh, I was eight when we, I always say when we got him, like we went to the store and got him. And he picked him out? Yeah, I was eight when we got him. What'd you he name him? Two. Well, his Monkey. name his name was Brett, and everybody, you know, my family <clears throat> called him <throat> Brett, so we changed it to Brandon. How old is he now? Eighteen. Eighteen. How's he doing? Uh, he didn't. We got him when he was two, and so he missed out on a lot of the um, things that you know, just the stimulation of the brain. Um, he didn't know how to speak when we got him. She never taught him to say his own name. She never wow. taught him to say cookie. Wow. He would point at something and go, uh, and she would hand it to him, yeah. and then she would go off and do her drugs. Uh. And so, um, you know. How is he? Um, he, he's fine. Yeah. Did he ever come on to you or anything? He's up a can of worms that you want to close. <laughs> it, yeah. No. No. He's fine. I mean, he, do you love he needs him? a lot is of help brother? in like problem solving. Oh, absolutely. Good. He's my baby brother all the way, and I'll I'll defend That's him until the day I die. But well, was she on drugs when she, when she was oh. pregnant? Well, she, you know, you can't ask her those questions. But you know but, what? That that's not, yeah. that the, the the kind of developmental delay you're talking about is usually from cocaine. Oh, uh, she was on everything. and speed, and so that, that is probably not that she was not stimulating him properly. It's that his brain was damaged in utero. Could be. Yeah. I like to think of myself as Drew's uh, retarded adopted child. Funny. He's not retarded. It's funny. That's how I think of Adam too. I, I didn't say he was. I just saying that's how I fancy myself. In utero, is that that Nirvana it, album? Mm. <laughs> 
What was it? What now, was that? Now, David Spade, Irvine Improv uh, this weekend. <laughs> I'm just asking. Oh, that's right. Because <laughs> he said he throws that in in utero, and of course well, I'm staring in the tummy. In, in the tummy. You had that STD class, didn't you? Yeah. I have an STP sticker. It was on my an elective in the tummy. All right, Jessica, <laughs> what is your question? <laughs> About you put that grease on uh, your skin. months ago, I um, went to like a modeling agency. Um, I guess it's a pretty well-known one, and um, like I. We just went in there, we had a section and everything, and the woman basically said that um, she wanted me to model for her. But one of the reasons that we didn't do it um, was because we didn't know whether or not we could trust them because we didn't know what the photographers would be into or anything like that. Who's we? Or, um, my parents. My parents were part of it. And how old are you? Fourteen. All right. I did some runway work in Europe. Uh, <laughs> for no. a short stint in the 80s, and I can say this. No, I, I saw a whole thing on 2020 on this uh, just a couple of weekends ago. Uh, if they ask for any money, it's a sham. Mm -hmm. Yep, I mean, yes. Did they ask for any money? Um, yeah, Brittany, what do you know? Okay, and how did you meet her? Um, well, we just, like, called up. And, let me just tell you the story real quick. Okay. She was, like, um, she was really nice to us, telling us all this wonderful stuff about her whole agency and everything. And then um, when she called me, I'm like, well, you know, I don't have 500 bucks to buy. She wants money. Right if she wants money right up front, she's, she's wrong. Like, okay, well, then bye. And she just hung up. Oh, good. Then leave it at I'm that. Like, I'm like, well, I don't think I wanted to be dealing with that. Right. So, um, but I'm, that's why I went to talk to Tyra Banks yesterday. <laughs> Because, um, you know, maybe I thought maybe I could get some good tips about Tyra was on the show uh, for long enough for Tyra to break wind, uh, vomit, and pass a stool, and then she was out of here. Nice. She got uh, food poisoning, uh, drew uh, prodded her a little bit, figured out that uh, it was legit, called in the pharmacy for a quick, uh, quick uh, prescription, and uh, she was out of here. She's yeah. lovely. Ministered uh, mouth to mouth. She uh, gave her enema. Why? Because it wouldn't hurt. And uh, it's an old Jewish joke, Drew. And she actually had a bag on her knee uh, the entire time she was in here, which was all of 10 or 15 minutes. So she will be back. Did uh, you poison her or was it before she got here? <clears throat> I poisoned her mind, but her body was already she poisoned ate? when oh, she got she in did. here. Because I was going to eat some of those Slim Jims she laid out for the guests, but <laughs> right. uh, they're scaring me. Hey, what John else? Popper, I uh, use that one like a dipstick. <laughs> stay, stay away from it. Tell this girl to stay away from the Sultan of Brunei. Stay away from the Sultan of Brunei. <laughs> David's been dying to work that in. <laughs> no, I just want to know about it because I keep reading about it. The you Sultan about imports. Uh, Everyone goes over there. Women. I know girls like I know girls who have gone there. Really? They're whores. They go there. Brittany. To whores. Okay, wait, wait. Let's get. Let's hear the story after the break, though. Okay, uh, when we come back, uh, Brittany like will talk so about... They, um, that, I mean, that's what they do. Yes? Yeah, even that's if they play, they, they all play there, dumb. No, but they go, they're, they're supposed to go there as high-class sort of uh, escorts. And uh, no, they pretty okay, up we'll, the, we'll talk the, about the flowers of the desert. <laughs> all right, you'd never go, would you, Brittany? No. What if the show got canceled? Oh, okay, well, then I'd go. All right. Bernie, the world's fastest drummer for Loveline. Hi, when I'm not drowning. Reverie bed. Oh, man. It's not a bed. It's a sleep system. You can get your firmness customized. You sleep the way you want. Lynette sleeps on one side. I sleep on the other. It's all dialed in. It's split. You can raise it up. I put the vibrate thing on. I had to grade it. Oh, I'll tell you, my greatest morning, I've stopped that uh, Catch a Contractor show, so I don't have to get up at the crack of fucking drive to La Harbor. And what I do is I get up. 
I look at the clock and I go, eh, it's 8.10. I'll give myself another 20 minutes and I just hit the vibrate mode and it goes for 20 minutes and I just drift right off again. They got the zero gravity position, good for your back, the anti-snore position. It is a sleeping system, people. Invest in yourself. 888 Or you can go online, sleeplikeadam.com. Try it out. 101 nights for free. And it is reverie bed and you should not short sheet yourself. Do not short-sheet your life, people. Reverie Bed, Dawson. Any Adam Carolla listener who calls Reverie to learn more and decides to purchase a Reverie sleep system will receive a $250 voucher for Reverie accessories. You must call to be eligible and specify that you are referred by Adam Carolla. Voucher cannot be applied to reduce the purchase price of the sleep system. Let's go. The all-new Rich Eisen Show. What is it? What is it? Who better to tell you than Rich Eisen? This is what we're going to have on the show. Just talking football along with music and movies and television shows. Interesting things of our pop culture landscape, of which the NFL is part. And that's all you really want at the end of the day. The Rich, the Rich Eisen, Eisen Show. Hold on a minute. This is probably my... Uh, therapist go to podcast one slash rich eisen to hear every show hi this is harry connick jr welcome back to love line all right it is love line with uh, david spade and the beautiful Brittany powell Brittany, who makes every man feel like a king doesn't she She's, not, she's got a great profile, which is rare, actually. <laughs> Thank you. It's rarer than you think. Adam, you can't see it because you're way over there. No, but I will see it tonight in my bathroom. But you get, <laughs> but Drew gets to check out your sweet profile. <laughs> yeah, it's great. <laughs> you get to see my ingrown neck hairs and That's nasal hair on a uh, night, nightly basis. All he does is think in his head, his inner monologue is medical treatments, how he could help you. <laughs> and friends he could recommend you to. For, uh, uh, let me tell you, I went um, <laughs> to Drew one time because I had a little problem. Problem mm -hmm. um, with the uh, hatch now, in the back. I was taking care of one of your friends, right? Yeah. And you were there. He was taking care of a friend of mine, and I tagged along because I was having some difficulty uh, in the hindquarters. And uh, um, I walked in. Were these in. two problems related? Was this a female uh, yes, friend? Yes, his penis hurt, uh, my butt hurt, <laughs> you must know. Actually, he was. <laughs> David, please. He was having you difficulty. Feel a pounding sensation in your rear end. That's the first sign of trouble. <laughs> Go ahead. And a cold beer on the small of your back. Uh, uh, sure. All right, please. I've offended David's uh, delicate sensibilities. I went to the office with my friend, and I said, uh, listen, uh, while I'm here, uh, Drew, um, I have a little problem. It uh, has to do with my, uh, and I didn't even get the second S of ass out before Drew went, uh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Yeah. I said, uh, Drew, you're a doctor. Uh, you took a Hippocratic oath. Yeah, Get down there. Be a team player. Be a Drew. team player. <laughs> Drew said, I will give you uh, a re I will give you a referral, uh, but uh, under no circumstances will I look into your ass. Am well, I right? Nobody Drew? needs to be put through I that said, sort of uh, No, I said that the, the boundaries are too <laughs> bizarre in, the, in, the, in that relationship to be able to have a healthy patient-doctor relationship. It's like, well, Drew and has... that if it were an emergency, I would have done it. But right. uh, he was comfortably seated in this chair and just brought this up as a matter of uh, you know, incidental seated. issues. It had been bothering him for years. What, what he so leaves out is that he, he sat down in my office and went, oh, there are diplomas. You are a doctor. You know what? I've I was got really this I've got this, uh, I don't know it's where he got It's convenient for him that uh, just, oh, by the way, uh, no. Yeah. All right. I understand it would have been weird because uh, Drew would have been like in me and I would have been banging out some beats for the next show that night. What? <laughs> Let's ask Brittany about the Sultan of Brunei and if he's a nice guy. 
Yeah, what do you know about that? Here's the well, story. I, just, I know Was a couple girls. Present? I don't. I know a couple girls who I've spoken to who um, have gone there. Right. And but, they tell me flat out. They say, "Don't let anybody deny it to you. We go there for one purpose. He wants hot, usually models from a certain magazine. I can't say the name because I don't know if I get sued. Playboy. Uh, you said it. Um, mm -hmm. And they go there because you know they're like the playmates, and um, him and his friends end up having at it and because they're bought and paid for they do it that's what these girls did two of them that's what they told me mm. now it might not be true for all mm -hmm. roofies are rampant over but they there. did tell me is that true they yeah. said don't let don't well let if you remember, remember we had that we had those two girls who wrote that book you'll never sleep in this town right again. which and has nothing to do with what we're talking I, I about said, but they talked about they said they went over there they yeah they in that book they yes they talked about Ooh, what they say that uh, that kind they of did. Yes. but they did that mock like and the arab man came to my door and said I paid for you. It's right. time to rock. Right. And they were like, well, "Sir, I don't. I was told I would be giving a gold brick to do some promotional work." <laughs> right. It's like, well, how valuable are you to think gold you're going to fly your you fifty thousand dollars? Right. Yes. Right. We're going to uh, get a couple of playmates and a couple of hustler centerfolds out here to work on the desalinization plant uh, out in the Salton Sea. Promo <laughs> pictures no, next to the Euro Rail. Maybe put the thong back on and get poolside. All right, but you're getting paid, and they know what they're in for. The Sultan of Brunei is the richest man uh, on the planet. He is a, has a, a little Arab country, and he basically, him and his brother, just... Uh, um, and the Sultan of Brunei likes it the raunchiest. That's what I hear. That's on the, all over the internet. And, and let me say this. The uh, there's nothing, the internet never lies. There's nothing wrong with the Sultan. <laughs> all over the internet. Uh, anybody, any man who is the richest man on earth would pull the same maneuver. I guarantee it. If you were the richest man on earth, you would That's pull right. the same maneuver. First thing I would do is put a contract out on you. Uh, then I would put a contract out on Brittany's boyfriend. <laughs> and, but I would let Dave watch us make love. hot. Thank you. But it does, you brought up an interesting point, Brittany, about the Internet and the information side. The Internet, you know, it used to be a place you'd go to get information, right? right. Oh, it's on the Internet. We can find it. Internet has become a dangerous place. If you I could rely, put something on there. if you rely on the information you read on the internet, uh, and it's you believe like it to be true, people, yeah. it, it, it's a it's a very you unsafe way to get information. It's, it's not reviewed. It's not peer reviewed. It's not. It's not. Yeah. It's not. Uh, it's not governed by in any way. Yeah. There's probably pictures of you, uh, like with Hasselhoff's torso or something, uh, being spanked. <laughs> oh, uh, engineer Mike did this. Pull that one up. Justin, <laughs> twenty. Yeah. Who do you like more, Brittany, me or, or the the Drew? <laughs> Seriously. Justin has to sit through this. Hold on a second, Justin. I mean, seriously, just in a purely physical way. Apples and oranges. Right. But what are you into? Are you, are you into the citrus? Or do you, want the, <laughs> you want the Granny Smith They both over have here. like an acidic taste that you shouldn't eat alone. <laughs> what do you, the apple or the orange? I would like to think of myself as the orange, which yeah. is once party. you peel the uh, bitter skin off, the sweet nectar lies within. Oh, please. Oh. Mm, I think I'm going to be here. sick. But don't spit out the seed. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Right, let's Adam go where? Is sold on the median. <laughs> Justin. Hello, Adam. Hey, what's up? Hi, Justin. Sorry, I got nervous as soon as it came on. That's all right. Okay. Um, I have a problem in the fact that every time well, I'm dating this girl, and every time we go out, she basically throws herself at me, and I have a hard time making advances toward her. She's too aggressive. Does that freak you out a little bit? She's pretty. She's very aggressive. Have you ever had any problems like this with any other uh, partner? Well, yeah. In fact, a few other girls have done it to me, and it's it throws me off pretty bad. But how is it when they don't do that? Usually, I'm more aggressive that way. And the, and that you like that, and you function normally, and everything is fine. Yeah, usually, because I I kind of like being the aggressive one, and when right. 
I have a theory, though, here, I've Justin. Had that. I've had that. Uh-oh. Yeah? Well, you must, because you're a celebrity now. No, but to turn it around from being like... Yeah, to, to have girls actually come up and, and you suddenly get the vibe that they're kind of hitting on you, it's totally a weirder thing that you've never experienced. Is it, is, it, is it that she's hitting on you or that she is actually physically overwhelming you? Wow. Oh, is that what you're saying? She dry well, humping every you girl you're trying to eat? can beat me up. She like... <laughs> That's never been an issue. She tends to like to strip in front of me to throw me off. Hmm, bad girl. Really? Get rid of her. Oh, no, <laughs> All right, but listen, Justin, okay. here's my theory. Um, you may feel that she may be a little too much for you uh, in the sack. Is that true? That's a possibility, but I haven't. We haven't gone that far yet. Well, what I mean is, do you feel totally confident in your ability to satisfy her sexually? Mm, pretty close. I think oh, he do? feels like he should run okay. the show. And when she does it, it makes him feel. Have you talked to her about this? Just this has happened quite a few other times. With, so you seem to attract this kind of woman. I guess I don't know, and I'm not. I'm not. Um, are these lap dances, by the way, or are we talking about dates? Huh? I wonder. Are you paying for this uh, service? What kind of what kind of women do you like, Justin? I like nice girls. I, I mean, I, I try and be a gentleman, mm -hmm. and I try and respect them. But when they throw themselves at me, and they're kind of only after one thing, I guess. Wait a minute, something. Listen, this is uh, this is this is the call we get uh, twice a month, which is uh, it's not this call, but it's the same one. Uh, my penis is too big. Uh, no, 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 no well, he hasn't gotten that far yet. Okay. How's but the penis work? What happened? It works fine. You sure? Absolutely. How about when you're around people? It works e fine. Even if you were overwhelmed, uh, is somebody real aggressive with you? Do you think you have a problem then? I don't, I don't really have any. I've never right. had any problem with that. Even they, problem. What is it about a woman being aggressive that's so disturbing to you? I don't know. That's why. I, <laughs> I, I, well, we we can't. You know, we don't know either. You're gonna have to help us. What do you? Okay. What's your guess? What what is it about? What's the quality of that thing that troubles you so much? I actually think that she is. Too, I don't know, too pretty to be with me, I guess. Well, but, so what does that have to do with her being aggressive? I don't know. I just... It, 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 she's too pretty to be with you, and she strips in front of you, and then what happens? You tip her out and leave, or what do, you, what do you do? No, I just... What do you do when she strips? When, I, when, when she strips, yes. I usually I try and... I look, but then I'm like, okay, you can put your clothes back on now. Because I try and be a gentleman. I really do. Uh, yeah, but that's not... Uh, listen, being a gentleman is uh, satisfying a woman and giving them what they want. You, you know what I mean? You don't have to throw your coat down on every puddle to be a gentleman. If, uh, if the woman is amorous, if the woman is naked, if the woman is coming on to you, then being a gentleman is... Uh, Going after, going after it. That's what she wants at the time. Is, is it? Are you sensing something unhealthy about this person? Perhaps. I mean, is, is it inappropriate in a relationship for her to be behaving like this at this do time? Do you think they're sleazy to do that? A Makes little bit, yeah. Out? See, I, I think I, my my sense of this is that you just have you have two things, something around these issues. One is that you idealize women to the point that they're not allowed to be independently sexual. I uh, respect. Yeah, not, no, that's idealizing. It's idealizing. Idealizing. Yeah, and yeah. and two, the only way you can contain those idealized, idealized images is by being in control all the time and being the aggressor. Okay. And uh, you know, I think what you have to learn to do is to accept people more as people. If you don't like that quality in people, that's that maybe not the right person for you to be with. But it doesn't mean they're a bad person. It doesn't mean that they're you know sleazy or bad. It's just they they are a separate person with their own sexual drives. 
and the provided that it's happening in a sort of a healthy way in the context of the relationship, it's it's normal. How many women have you had sex with? Four. Four? Yeah. And how's it worked out? <laughs> Badly, except for the last time. The performance? No, it, it, it's worked fine. Okay. Just the relationship's gone gone bad. Because after yeah, you have sex with them, then they're somehow soiled. They're demeaned, right. And they're demeaned, and then uh, they're not uh, worth anything Almost anymore. Right? right? Yeah. Right. Uh, okay. Okay. Well, that's well, all right. He's 20. A lot of guys are, uh, go through this. Um, you just get over it. That's so, all. Yeah, and that's basic advice. Get over it. That's about all we can do with something like that. It's your problem. Realize it's not them, it's you. I'd say out of the 100 calls, he's got the easiest. Like, <laughs> fall for girls pretty quick, but afterwards it's... I don't know. Yeah, but as long as, long as they as long as they massage your narcissistic needs and allow you to idealize them, they're fine. Right. But as soon as they are separate and different, then it's a problem. Brittany, I concur. Would you like to massage my uh, narcissistic needs during the during the break? Scoot <laughs> <Get> over. <laughs> She's like Drew Spade. Take five. Oh, oh, yeah. I was. Uh, how old are you, Brittany? What are you, 22? 25. 25? Yeah, I'm an old lady. Wow. I'm in the sun, did you? Mm-hmm. Really? She doesn't have a ding on her. No. She's uh, right off the showroom floor. <laughs> <laughs> Not a scratch. She's still got that new chick smell, too. She's just been armor all. <laughs> There's a Playboy air freshener. You don't know that. Nose. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's disgusting. Yes. <laughs> new chick smell. <laughs> Brittany, let me just ask you... Uh, a quick question with the butt. Out by that. Were you? Uh, I noticed uh, there was a little hole in your ski pants. Uh, those. Uh, oh, way up high. Uh, yeah. Right, and I noticed I, I saw some flesh through that. I swear, this brand of pants you can wear them like seven times, and all of a sudden they just start. They run mm. like pantyhose. Yes. It's called price. Yes. Like I'm gonna run to the no, bathroom. <laughs> I got them off the set of L.A. Johns. As a matter of fact. Oh really? Yeah. They, right. they gave them to me. And are you wearing underwear or is it like a thong back? It's a thong. Oh, good girl. A thong is better than nothing. It really is. Uh, it, I find it even more arousing than just a bare uh, buttocks. Even if it's a sundress? Even if what? Even if it's a sundress that she's wearing? Tough call. You mean over the thong? Or, yeah, or, or nothing or under nothing. the... Uh, I don't know. That's a coin toss. A I, I, I would day. just like to be surprised at that point. <laughs> yeah. Drew, you a thong man? Drew isn't a thong right now. <laughs> <laughs> Drew, put your pants back on. <laughs> We All right. see your thong. All right. You're uh, not going to a commercial, are you? Yes, we you is. You guys are like three peas in a pod. Here. <laughs> I know. I mean, I feel a little ganged up on here. Let's uh, move on. Gang up on the smart one. Here's Judy, 27. Call. She wants to know how long after her divorce should she wait before she starts dating? Hey, Dr. Drew. Yeah, Mike. I pretty much, uh, look, I never bought anything online in my life until I met my wife. Oh, and, seriously? Uh, now all I do is go to Amazon. Uh, yeah, I buy pretty much everything on Amazon. And if you want to support somebody that has an affiliate relationship with, with Amazon, you go to their website, you click through the Amazon banner, and at zero cost to you, Amazon shares some of the purchase price with the affiliate. Why are for- you being so nice about it and saying somebody with an affiliate relationship? You're right, Mike. I should be more specific. Forget an affiliate, some vague affiliate. Let's go to Podcast One where you can find the Loveline podcast, the Loveline page. Bookmark that page and just click through on the Amazon banner located at the top of the homepage. You can even use the Amazon banner if you're in Canada or the UK. It makes it easy for all future purchases. Again, it is podcastone.com. Click on the Keep It Free banner to support Amazon and all the wonderful sponsors that make the show possible. Hello, 
this is Rod Stewart, and you're listening to Love Line with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Just keep listening, you're going to hear everything you want to hear and all the answers to. Ah, uh, yes, the fabulous Rod Stewart. I'm Adam Carolla, that's Dr. Drew, he is David Spade, and uh, this is my young princess, Brittany Powell. Hello, my king. You know her from, uh, oh, you know the game. <laughs> Don't play into that. Get the crown out of the locker, Drew. Her. Um, you know her from Pacific Palisades, the uh, Aaron Spellings show, where uh, good-looking people frolic. Frolic, yes, they do. Oh, you cannot go wrong. Uh, always in bed, are we? With that. And uh, David... That show. It's a good show. Also, uh, yes, it's excellent viewing. John's, uh, L.A. John's, that is, uh, Tuesday, June... Uh, what? What? Nothing. All right, let me continue with the plugs here, please. Uh, L.A. John's, uh, Tuesday, June 17th. What uh, network is that on? That will be Fox. Uh-huh. And you play a uh, high-class call girl. I play a high-class high call girl. Mm-hmm. It's what kind of research went into that role? <sighs> well, I, first Carl's I went Jr. to that um, Sultan's house. Right. <laughs> and uh, he uh, taught me a thing or two, and then I brought it back. <laughs> Done dirt cheap. And David Spade, uh, you can see in uh, Just Shoot Me, which is uh, coming out after uh, Frasier on NBC sometime toward the end of summer, correct? Sweet. It uh, was out in the, well, it wasn't out, was it out in the fall? Or it out? was out like in Feb for was, six shows. It was because I just saw an episode of it. Oh, really? Like not too long ago. I'm, well, maybe was it like uh, two months ago? March, yeah, February, March. Oh, April. hilarious. Right on. on the floor. Well, David Spade's You're in it. Hot. Come on. It's got to be brilliant. <laughs> it was. It was hilarious. And uh, well, we'll be back by popular demand. As long as demand. it's not opposite us. It was <laughs> no, no. We're, you're, your guys are fine. You're also, right. uh, are you working on a crossword there or something? No, no. Then? I'm just drawing. Okay. Also, uh, you can find David at the uh, Irvine Improv this uh, entire weekend. Hmm. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Working out some material for the HBO special. Hopefully, so. hopefully. Yeah. I'm yeah. just trying to get no, it out I'm of I'm sure. You're because f- some of my jokes, I saw Chris Rock at the amphitheater, usually funny. Yeah. And I was like, I, you know, my act is just ridiculous all of a sudden. So, <laughs> But he has, he has the benefit. He can talk about stuff I can't talk about, you know. Yeah. So he, he actually had a great act. And I'm not exactly that type of comic. He has like four subjects in an hour he talks about. or You know what I mean? Right. He kind of goes off. And mine's more jokey and goofy. I don't know. It's stupid. But it's fun. I mean, it'll, it should be a fun time. Well, I would think a uh, guy of your stature could simply call the HBO people and arrange something. Well, hopefully that's what we're doing. I, I, but I don't want them to come see what I'm going to do for the hour until I go screw around for a while. Right. You want to want to hone the act. Yeah, and I don't want to, even if they say, let's film it tomorrow, I wouldn't be ready. I want to go to clubs and fool around, and then I can say, oh, good, I have this whole new thing that I want to add in. Because, you know, it doesn't come on for, like, five months, so you got to do stuff that is... You know, you can do stuff that's topical and stuff, but right, it might be old by then. Right. Because <laughs> you're going to be up there this weekend going, how about this whole McMartin thing? Let me tell you. <laughs> I know. Do you do something like that? Because I do that. Uh, yeah, that yeah. was mine. The McMartin <laughs> thing was mine. <laughs> All no, right. I mean, you know what I mean. Yeah. No, I know. Talk it's about uh, Zuropa, <laughs> the whole act. Judy. Yes. 27. Yeah, I have a question. I'm going through a bitter divorce right now, and um, uh, I was wondering when would be... Uh, the right time to be dating. Four uh, days. Huh? Uh, after what? Well, I I think when you're done emotionally, right? What do you? I'm con- not, I'm, I don't think I'm emotionally ready though. But yeah, what are you concerned about? Well, I want to go on with my life, but um. I think you should date, but not have relationships yet. 
I think you should, you should no, no, consent that's work. That's good for the guy. Well, because she shouldn't <laughs> trust... Meaningless sex is what she's saying. She, no, I'm not saying that even. I'm saying that uh, she will be prone to sort of taking hostages to try to... Tr try to uh, or allowing herself to become a hostage. Well, it's just ways of trying to seek refuge from the emotional turmoil uh, oh. in a relationship, to, to try to you know hide out in a relationship and uh, find some, some feel good in some way. And you end up choosing the wrong partner doing that. Right. But I, I've never dated just uh, to date. You know, I mean, I'm I'm looking if I'm dating or I'm staying home. Yeah, but she look. She is better. She isolates and sits around feeling lousy all the time. If she can, she can make herself feel better by going out and spending time with people she enjoys spending time with. She should do that. But a relationship, she should be very, very cautious about. Okay. Uh, how long? Do you, do you give six, it a time? Six months. At six least. months. If she's twenty-seven. It's not like she's forty-five. And then, you know, it's. A, all right, it's not like uh, menopause is going to kick in before right. she gets out and starts um, uh, getting a new man. Well, I'm kind of scared. Six months after the divorce is complete. You were hooked up with this guy for a long time? Well, I was married to him for four years. And you dated him for a while before and that? I dated him for like a year, and then I didn't realize he was a, he was a pot smoker, and he just, I mean, he just, he left me for another woman. He, I, he said I complained all the time, you know. And, he left uh, you to play asteroids. <laughs> excuse me? Nothing. He left you to uh, <laughs> eat uh, Count Chocodile and play Asteroids. Chocodile. Now, it's tough. I mean, after Count Chocula. Chocodile's a uh, Twinkie, a uh, black Twinkie. But uh. after four years with the same guy, it, it must be horrible to get out there in the dating world. It's not, a, it's not a great time to be out there trying to... It's scary. Yeah, it's um, tough. I went, I, you know, I went through... All this, I mean, he dropped me off at a shelter. Didn't tell me what he was going to, you know, that he was... Uh, uh, another woman he just said I, I can't put up with you anymore and he dropped me and my son off at a shelter picked us up an hour and a half um well so i go back with him he says he's sorry he comes up and loves on me he says all oh, his happier he's ever been you know and uh, said he said it's not another woman and and that uh, uh wait a minute what kind of shelter he, he dropped me off at a, a woman's shelter hey, as if he was going to leave you and your son there for good he left us there for an hour and a half but what was what was his reason for putting you there because he said we just didn't get along. And what it was, he was drinking and um, coming home and drunk and then saying, oh, you know, I only had one beer and I, I, you know, I can't have no beer. And, and uh, right, I, I look, he's an alcoholic addict. We got that. And he's abusive. We All right. That. So good. You're rid of this. Yeah. You, you don't. Now I'm even more concerned about your dating because you're going to what you're going to be attracted to is another abuser shrouded in some different uh, appearance. You just bought yourself another four months on the uh, Dr. Drew <laughs> dating timeline there, Judy, with the whole alcoholic shelter story. Now yeah. it's ten months. You want to try for a year? Out, time out for Judy. <laughs> really? Yeah. Time out. Well, that's what I was thinking. I mean, it's like I went through a lot. Go to Al-Anon. Go to Al-Anon in the meantime. Okay. Go to Al-Anon, work a program, and see if you don't change how you feel about yourself and the way you conduct yourself in relationships. Al, 25. Judy sounds like a nice lady. She'll do good. Uh, go to Al-Anon. Seriously, <laughs> go. Do a and go down to Irvine this week. Because if you, don't make if, you don't, if you don't do something like that, she'll find another guy mm -hmm. just like that. He may not look like that. It may be shrouded in all kinds of different trappings, but it ultimately will be the same guy. Well, that's why I was initially saying for her to stay out of the dating world. Yeah, for but a little bit, you argued with me. Yeah, look, like, even if she stays out, she'll go back to the same stuff. You again. could wind up looking yeah. like Dr. Al Drew. At Al-Anon, yeah. she'll learn about, you know, the qualities that he had that she was attracted to that were so horrible. Right, and what it is in her she'll that is that, that she that she's using or that she um, needs to feed with that kind of stuff in another person. Do you ever go to Al-Anon because of the situation with your um, cousin or uh, nephew or uh, brother or adopted half-brother half, uh, guy? No. no. No, he's a good kid. You just know about Al-Anon? 
Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. No story there? No, there's no story at all. There's, you know, you know about that kind of stuff because it's Yeah, you it's tell me. There. You tell me if there was some, right? Absolutely. It's important for me to know everything about your past. Because she's in SAG and everyone in SAG is all screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> if she were going to Alan, I shouldn't be the least bit attracted to you. Anyway, Al? <laughs> yeah. Oh, getting those jams in where he can. Peppering me. Al? Yes. What do you want? Well, um, I have a question. Uh, I was with a woman for six years, and uh, I've been separated from her for two years, and I'm raising my son. He's the mo she's the mother? Yeah. Right. And, and I'm raising my son by myself. And... Uh, what it is is she she says she wants to have visitation with him and stuff like this you know and we go to court for custody and she shows up wired and the the uh, uh mediator gives her um four hours of visitation a month and now that that she does have some kind of visitation she doesn't show up to the visitation and stuff. Right. And what, what I, is your, what we got the picture? What, now what's the question for us, Al? Um, I don't know what I should do, you know, about uh, him, him seeing his mother, because like even on his birthday and Christmas, she doesn't buy him any presents or anything. Um, probably better uh, that he not see her, frankly, <laughs> uh, and that you allow her to see him only if she's in recovery. So so long as she is uh, addicted to drugs, it's going to be yeah, probably more traumatic for your son to have her come in loaded and then disappear and come in and disappear. Because, uh, yeah, like, she's pregnant right now again, and she's still using. Well, guess what? That's, right. that's, see, that's the is, most sincere uh, form for abortion, of child abuse. All right, Al, what yeah. you what were you thinking marrying her in the first place? Well, I didn't marry her. All right, what were you thinking having kids with her? Well, see, um, before before we had my son, she wasn't uh, doing any drugs or anything like that. And then um, her parents came back, and and uh, she let them stay with us, and they got her addicted to speed. So. Oh yeah, dad was packing. Um, no, her mother actually set like a meth lab up in oh. the kitchen. No, 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 nothing like that. All right. I just I have a little question. Um, is one of your concerns that that you want your child to grow up knowing his mother. His mother. Yeah, exactly. Because I have friends who have been in this situation. They've been, they were the child. Mm -hmm. And th what they all say is, you know what, kids know what's going on. Mm -hmm. Their kids are not as dumb as these people, mm -hmm. as parents want them to be. Mm -hmm. Kids know what's going on, and, and he's going to grow up knowing that you did your best to protect him and that, you know, you'd, that, it, that it had nothing to do with you, that it's, it's her fault, but that it wasn't necessarily well, her fault that it, you know it was the drugs i mean once they get older they they work it out in their heads that he's going to be okay and it's better no influence than uh, a horrible influence absolutely you have real good uh, maternal instincts oh i written. can't wait to be a mother really <laughs> drew's worried now <laughs> no that, that basically rules out yes. i feel a little more relieved <laughs> what do you mean well, nothing oh we'd have wonderful children wouldn't we yeah. Half your hair. Nappy blonde. Oh, yeah. oh, the hair. The hair would oh, be a uh, the hair would be a disaster. It would look like uh, Marty Allen or something. <laughs> it would be another Billy Joel scene. <laughs> 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 oh, David, please. No, I'm saying he might look like Billy Joel. <laughs> I'm going to discipline David, and uh, we'll be back after this.
life is a hell of a lot easier. Like if I walk into a 7-Eleven and I want to get change for a 10, like my boyfriend can't walk into a 7-Eleven and get change for a 10. They say, no, we don't give change. So then I walk in with that very same 10 and I say, hi, excuse me, can I get change? Oh, sure. And they start throwing money at me. Unless you say you have a boyfriend. Then oh, yeah. Uh, my friend can walk in with a uh, change. Did they ever tell you on the show not I, to say in public that you have a boyfriend? No. Uh, you heard about that? I've heard, heard they do that, that with musicians. You can make though. 20 bucks right now. Forget about change. Uh, br <laughs> Brett, Brett <laughs> why do you ask that question? Uh, just uh, some me and my friends have been kicking around recently. Uh, obviously. I.e., I is beauty a curse or a blessing? It's a blessing. Good if girl. If you consider yourself beautiful. I mean, if you consider yourself ugly, you're going to be miserable because who wants to be ugly? If you consider yourself beautiful, then you're going to be happy. I mean, life is is much more beautiful, you know. Right, but but uh, let's not get in all that inner beauty crap because uh, society will be the judge of. Hey, stop laughing at me on that phone. There is there is a, you know, as a, as a teenager, women have to handle a great deal of of power that comes with that, and it can uh, distort their development a little bit if they don't have a real solid family system and a, and a pretty healthy emotional development. So can, can you can you imagine that? Think about it. You're, if you can totally understand true. that at fifteen, you, you had all this power over. A, Huge segments of the population. It, it can really affect, you know, if how you uh, commit yourself to school and things like that. Yes. Which, like which brings up my friend Kim, who's listening right now in Texas. She was telling us the story today. <laughs> she was saying that when she was younger in high school, she's beautiful. This girl, uh. stunning. And she was telling us the story about in high school. She's oh, I was so mean to boys. I would just do whatever I wanted and leave them. Didn't think twice about it. And now she feels really bad, like karma's going to come back around yeah, and get her. So, hi, Kim. It will. <laughs> well, but that's good that she's at least coming around. I, I've heard that men have a little bit of a different problem, that they tend to be less trusted and have difficulty if they're extra sort of striking looking, that there, there can be a problem, more of a problem for a man than for a woman. Hey, uh, Producer Ann, uh, bring in Drew's high school <laughs> shots so we can yeah, show uh, Brittany and David, please. Three of us don't have a real please. say in this conversation. <laughs> yes, <Yeah. one> <laughs> Ah, uh, gee, what was yes. it like being so, a four and a half? So in terms <laughs> of, of development of your character, you would say? I had a really strong family base, so I think I did okay. Uh, Brittany uh, definitely has her feet on the ground, and uh, I don't... interact oh. together. All right, oh. <laughs> <laughs> let's just pass these around. Uh, this is Dr. Drew Sr. <laughs> Bring that on the love line, Oh, show. I like the one that looks in like Kurt Cobain. School, and, is that uh, Andy Warhol? Th this is uh, Andy Drewhall from... Uh, <laughs> 1973. Plus oh, that little V-neck, Fred Perry, no less. What year, what I year like was that this, Drew? I know that's uh, bite off him. Was it 73? Yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, Drew was no prize in high school, <laughs> isn't Jen? This is pure speculation, the whole what's it like to be uh, good-looking and popular. Oh, oh, beauty I, was winning. Absolutely. But Drew is quite stunning now. Uh, wouldn't yeah. you agree? Absolutely. Stunning. He's Drew's a stud. I guarantee you 90% of these love line girls that call in are into Drew. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah. You know why? Oh, because yeah. he's calm and cool and he's smart and he's like, and then there's the other guy. And... I mean, no name. And I, I'm Thorn. David. My, how the tables have turned. Uh, Dave will be down at the uh, <laughs> Rhea Improv. No, the uh, Irvine Improv. I have uh, seen Drew in shorts and a T-shirt, uh, too, with a little wood going because it was early in the morning. Uh, and uh, morning he is uh, spectacular looking. No, Drew, they also like Drew because he's a good family man. And then the girls always like the guys that would never cheat on their wives, and then it's really pointless. But Right, right. But somehow they're drawn to that's that. The, that's it's something to admire, and they hope they find one just right, like that. Right, but too bad there's women, only one, and right. it's Drew. You should aspire to Drew, you ladies. <laughs> and you should uh, get drunk and work your way down to me. James, 24. <laughs> I was just calling the comment on that guy, Justin. Yes. Here's my problem. 
I'm sorry. You know, it, it's good being, that he wants to be a gentleman and all, but if a woman's stripping in front of a, of a guy... Hold on. Yeah, is, is this, this James? Tucker? Is this yeah. James the black woman? No, James the black man. Oh, okay. All right, go ahead, James. Sorry. I'd be all over her like white on rice, figuratively speaking. You would? Yes. You you would... Uh, you in America. You would do... Uh, you would have no part of sitting on your hands while a beautiful woman stripped in front of you. Hell no. Right. Do you have a woman now, James? Right now? No. Yes. You do? Two yes, of them, I And I can be gentlemanly, gentlemanly to her. Yes. And she can basically try and rip my head off when, you know, she <laughs> she's horny. So. How long have you been going out? About six years. About six years? Everything good? You're going to get married? Oh, no, not married. Ooh, ooh, ick. What? <laughs> but everything is good. Wait a minute. This is not the guy who does all those voices from a police academy, is it? Oh, no. I just do voices. All right, do a side. Now, that guy's a friend of mine. Do though. like a fire truck. No, I can't do a fire truck. All right, well, do like a Woody Woodpecker or something. <laughs> Woody? Yeah. Let's see. Hmm. Oh, man. Do, I have... the, do the ones you do do. The, do. the ones I do do? Yeah. Oh, I can do a mean Tim Allen impression. Uh, <laughs> I can do a mean dog. All right. Do, do your Tim Allen. Uh... They do Tim Allen, uh, which is, uh, I'm sorry I failed the breathalyzer. Oh, no! <laughs> That's about a thousand people. All right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, no. That's him throwing up. Who else do you do? Do you do Drew? No, nah, Drew's too cool for me. Do you do me? No, nah, you're just too loud for me. Would you like to do Brittany? Hey, there. Hey, hey, hey. hey I cannot be... And I must say, Brittany, beautiful woman. Oh, yes. Thank you very much. Yes. What does your character do on Pacific Pally? No, I'm, I'm the nice girl on the show. Oh, you are? <laughs> hey, James. Yeah. Give us one other impression. And give us your best one. Okay. Let me toss you to my little friend. Oh, my God. That's Tony Montana? Uh-huh. What did he say? Let me on social my little friend. Let me to my little friend. James, what do you do for a living? UPS? Uh, actually, I'm an amateur comedian. Oh, really? Yeah. How's that going? Oh, well, you know. Mm -hmm. You're like Tiger Woods. Get out of amateur. You're pro, baby. <laughs> Thank you. All right. That came from I the great talent. Uh, touring Thank talent, you. David Spade. Touring and talent. I like his show, too. All right, James. Good and luck. <laughs> Got to tell you what. Uh, give, us a, give us a wild cackle while I hang up on you. Wild cackle? <laughs> <laughs> Don't make this guy do tricks for you. I like that. Hey, when people are performers, uh, they should be performing. I loved him. <laughs> Celeste, 15. He was a sport. Hi. Hey. Um, Celeste already wins with that hot name. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I'd like to start things off saying that I have a best friend that I've known for four years, and she's like the greatest person in the world. But now she's screwing up her life with drugs. I don't know what to do. What I, drug? Speed? Um, she... Speed? I, she had, I caught her actually um, snorting some coke. Okay. And also shooting up heroin, she oh. told me. Oh, jeez. Okay. All right. How old is she? She's 16. Oh. 16? Right. Her heroin will take over fast. Yeah. And I've talked to her before, and she's like, Celeste, don't worry. I know how to handle myself. No, no. No, 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 no. I... I no. No. I just need to find out a way to approach her um, and know that I'm not, you know, like, you know, you're such a loser, you know. Uh, not ma Yeah, you should not make her feel bad about herself. Yeah. But you I need a commando force in terms of breaking through the denial 
and the distortions of thinking that will occur from somebody being on heroin. Mm -hmm. I mean, you need to, to hit her between the eyes as much as you can with how you perceive her changing, what the consequences you see are, and ultimately, everybody around her has got to not have anything to do with her unless she gets into some kind of treatment for this disorder. Well, what about uh, ratting her out to her parents? That's what uh, I would you, do. You, that you, would ruin our friendship. Uh, you know what? It, but so. it would save her life, possibly. Yeah, if she's dead, you're not going to have much the, the Heroin is a, is a killer. It kills people. Uh, it's a deadly disease, heroin addiction. has a treatment. It's tough mm -hmm. to get off it. It takes a lot of time, a lot of commitment. But it'd be nice to kind of get her off now before she really uh, got on board. Well, she may yeah. probably really is already, but I'll tell you what. I, I've but seen is there a difference between doing heroin for six months and heroin for six years? Oh, it's bizarre. I, I had a patient ask me that exact question today. Uh, and that uh, was me. You yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and uh, I'm asking you to put your hand in my ass. And no, it, it, doesn't, about it doesn't make a difference now. It's it probably a difference between two weeks and, and four, six months. Hold on. What but about hey, snorting listen. and shooting heroin? Yeah. yeah. You know what? And uh, shooting is worse. Is it However, it is a, the brain is much more saturated with the drug, and it's delivered more rapidly, so the changes that occur are more intense. However, I treat inhaled heroin dependency almost every day now. The music industry is absolutely in trouble Rampant. with oh, it's in trouble with that drug, and the people it takes a couple it takes longer to bring people to their knees. They use it for a couple of years before things really get out of control. And the getting off it is is just as difficult as if you were slamming the drug. All right, so uh, bring down uh, the force of many upon her. Yes. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, Mark on her, you got to. All right, uh, Jessica, 15. Hi, um, last Saturday I spent the night at my friend's house, and she had um, a couple guy friends over. And so we, we were drunk, and um, me and one of the guy friends, he had already passed out in the room. And so I went to go sleep in there, and he woke me up, like, at 6 o'clock in the morning because he was, like, rubbing up against me, and he had his arm around me. And then the next thing I know, he get up, he got up to use the bathroom, and then he went to go sleep in the living room. Yeah. And then that was it. I don't know why he got up like that and just left. Oh, he, he probably didn't know what he was doing. He was drunk. He was passed out. He had to pee. So what happened? Did you guys no, nothing the happened. funky cold Medina? Uh huh. Because you know, and then the next day, you know, we were out all day, and he didn't talk to me at all. All right, he he's not interested. You're interested in him, though, right? Um, a little bit. Yeah. Or otherwise, you wouldn't wouldn't be upset that he got up and left, right? Well, I'm just more confused. You're confused as to why he would grope you in his um um drunken sleep, and well, he was. I mean. <laughs> He couldn't have been that drunk. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Well, he was I mean, disoriented. He the next morning. Right. Well, uh, why don't you ask one of your friends? They probably have the skinny. I mean, I asked her, and you know, for like her advice, and she said she doesn't know why, you know. Uh, she, she probably does. Jessica, if he, know if he were into you, you would know it. <laughs> yes. He, he, uh, we, we get these calls all the time. He, you would have uh, had to had a uh, had gone to a doctor and get a get a checkup because this guy uh, attacked you. It's not confused. He he either was intoxicated or he was he was exploring his feelings with you, and then they weren't there, and then he terminated. Well, like a guy in that state would feel up, uh, a, you know, a tree branch if it fell. No, he might well, have but don't but don't was, disparage he was her. Not aligned. Oh, he, well, but if but the fact is, he realized he wasn't interested and stopped. All right, so Jessica, mm -hmm. here's the deal. Chances are he's not interested. 
It doesn't mean uh, it's 100%, but I'm going with the 85%. Uh, there is that small chance, and you may want to explore it. I wouldn't go up and ask him out because I don't think he's interested, but you may want to ask a, a friend of his or uh, your friend and see if you can get the lowdown on it. But I wouldn't set my sights on him. Okay. All right, d this is not a confusing message. Okay. All right, I in a way, it's a, it's, it's a more direct message than even doing nothing. He, like, copped the field, then he got up, uh, took a leak, and then he crashed out on the sofa. Brittany, I would never do that with you. I want you to know That's that. That's why you took you that call, yeah, isn't it? Just once, so you could yeah. say that. Once I started... <laughs> he, he, no. I completely out of order took that call, and I thought, I, I know why he's taking this call. Oh, Drew, give me some credit. What do you do? Start thinking, I start no, thinking of my come-on answers uh, to Brittany before we even take the stupid call? Yes. You that has happened before, but that was not the case uh, there. No, I, I would. Vote that he's not that smart to think. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, David. I would, uh, I think, I would stay and cop with you. I would cop uh, with uh, the hands of, uh, what is that uh, Indian goddess that has eight arms? Medusa? No. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> we don't have uh, two IQ points to rub together here. Lesson. Uh, look, can, can we and David see your butt one more time? Just no, real. you're going to make fun of it. I will not. Are you it's kidding? So I'm, I'm going to build a Gohansen uh, with, with your butt in it and, um, and, and pray to it. Okay, I'm going to chant to it. Look at Drew's going to get a bang shot off the glass. He's going to act like he's not looking. <laughs> he's going to get the butt. best shot of all. Just give us one quick butt shot, right? <laughs> you know, Drew, sort of lead Drew, us into the next call. Yeah, Come on. Drew just okay, go to the me. next call. All right. Ready? Uh-huh. One, two. Why are you stopping there? We should get flashed. Three. <laughs> I have a question. My question is, my girlfriend, she had a period for two hours, then it stopped. So what do you think is going on with Menopause. That? Menopause. Was, was it on schedule? Um, well, see, she starts between the 28th and the 2nd of every month. Right. And, you know, she starts, you know, usually two days or so after she has her cramps. Mm -hmm. She had her cramps yesterday. Mm-hmm. Then she had her period for like two hours, mm -hmm. and that was it. Now it's over. It may come back, and it may not. It can be normal. She may skip periods periodically. Yeah, she's not on any birth control or anything. Are you guys having sex? Um, yeah, we've been protected every single time. With what? What's that? With what? Condom. Except what? Except for one time. How long ago was that? Within oh, the past month. Probably like Two weeks ago? Well, she could be pregnant. Definitely could be pregnant. Okay. Uh, you, you can have first trimester bleeding very commonly. Uh-huh. And uh, sometimes it can actually be a sign of an ectopic or tubal pregnancy. Uh -huh. So it is it is actually quite important that she get a pregnancy test as soon as possible. I'll, uh, uh, if that cramping may have been the tubal pregnancy. I'll be the judge of whether she's pregnant or not, Drew. Uh, Kyle? Yeah? I'm going to ask you a series of uh, basic questions. All right. Do you have any missing teeth? No. No. Okay. Uh, are you employed? Oh. Yes. Yes, you are? Yes. Okay. Uh, do your parents love you? I hope so. Uh-huh. Um, are you uh, still in high school? Yes. Are you responsible? Yes. Do you fear Jesus? No. No. Okay. All right. He's fine. You, she's not pregnant. All right. You've uh, you've you've worked out on uh, all the questions. If you were missing a tooth, unemployed, ah, uh, uh, the last one. Are you hooked on any substance? Yes. Oh, you are. Well, she may be pregnant now. Uh, what substance? Cigarettes. Cigarettes. No, she's not. 
Okay. All right, Kyle. All right. <laughs> Kyle, so what do you think, Drew? That girl's pregnant? Possibly. What do you think? I think she needs a pregnancy I test. I think the right other way. bigger problem is that he's uh, that on to his girlfriend's period. <laughs> I'm in the Holiday Inn four days a month. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I, it's it's not something that I uh, enjoy He's in a like woman. He's like a little heavy at the beginning, but we bought some slim pads. I'm like, what? <laughs> How does this guy know anything about that? <laughs> uh, and d uh, by all means, do not get Brittany to speak about her own um, experience. Uh, <laughs> we don't want to ruin the. We image. don't want to ruin the image. Uh, here, let me tell you what Brittany is uh, to me. <laughs> Uh, her uh, bowel movement consists of a uh, long petals. pink <laughs> strand uh, that comes out <laughs> that's, that smells of lilacs. Tapeworm. Uh, no, listen. When she belches, uh, it, it, it smells like uh, uh, airwick. And everyone's Cinnamon. like, I'm the reason she's here. We, I think we all know the truth. <laughs> no, I think I'm the reason. Hey, who's the reason you're here? You are. Yeah, okay. All right, producer Ann. Ann. Ann, uh... Wanted someone good on with someone like a goofball like me. David Spade will be at the Irvine Improv uh, all weekend this coming Friday, doing Saturday, his, uh, and Sunday. Doing his unique uh, brand of shenanigans. <laughs> all right, High priced and, shenanigans. And if you uh, HBO folks are uh, listening, Brittany uh, may be at one of these shows, by the way, so you might want to come in. Yes, we're going to come out if Sunday. If for nothing else, to maybe spot her in the audience. All right, then, Drew, you want to sell the hell out of the next call? <laughs> Here's what we need. We <laughs> need a, uh, listeners, uh, I'm sorry, screeners, uh, we need some gambling calls. Petition. We need to gamble tonight. Huh? We've not gambled uh, all night, and uh, it, we're, we're far overdue. We do some gambling here on Love Line on the uh, pass of the callers, and that's what we need to do this evening. Uh, oh, when you were saying he was eating his chips, I thought you guys were like, you ran out of money, so you're using... Oh, you're listening chips. to the show last night. No, these are chocolate chips, but uh, we are using those as if Drew was eating his earnings, which is fine with me. All right, uh, we will be back to gamble on Loveline. Meanwhile, as the faceless evil closes in. Hello? Hi, it's me, Ross Matthews. America's gay. Listen, I get it. Life is hard. Okay, we all struggle. Boyfriend problems, girlfriend problems, job problems, life problems. Which TV show to watch? Honey, I get it. You need help. That's why I'm here. I'm the gay best friend you wish you had, and honey, you know you need. It's Straight Talk with me, Ross Matthews. This is tough love, honey, but it's worth it, like plucking or waxing. Get your weekly gay pep talk right here on podcastone.com. All right, the show is Loveline. The hilarious David Spade is here tonight, along with the um, Hi, voluptuous uh, Brittany Powell. The uh, Loveline mascot. Hi, Brittany here. And I mean that in a very respectful way. Uh, Brittany can be found on Pacific Palisades, the uh, Aaron Spellings uh, vehicle, and uh, also on L.A. John's, which is out on uh, Fox uh, Tuesday, June. No, they're not going to show Pacific Palisades again until the 11th. So don't, like, try to watch it this Wednesday or next Wednesday. Or uh, okay, until the, uh, so the couple, of, couple of weeks. Yeah. Okay. All right. I don't know if I can wait that long to see you again. And Tommy Boy will be on Cinemax or HBO every other day for the rest of my life. <laughs> and that is the voice of uh, the uh, genius of Dave David Spade, Spade who uh, you, so -so. you can find at the uh, Irvine Improv uh, all this weekend, uh, experimenting with uh, humor so that he can uh, parlay that into a gig on when HBO. When you say Irvine Improv, does the whole country have to hear that part? Yeah, they do. Oh, they're bummed. No one's driving out, but uh, they know what the improv is. I'll, I'm going out to Dallas too. I think. Greg, 
Hi, guys. How's it going? Good. You're 25. You're on Loveline with the fabulous Brittany and the... Um, remarkable David Spade. Remarkable David Spade, yes. Hey, guys. Uh, I just wanted to say... I want to say, hey, I really enjoy your all's radio show. I'm actually going to be going to Korea next week, and I'll be there for another year, and I won't be able to catch it like I like to. Oh, we're on in uh, Seoul, aren't we? Really? Yeah. Don't we have an affiliate in Seoul? I don't think so. No. All right. Well, you might miss us. Is uh, the uh, Armed Forces Radio over there? And you know that's so bland. That's uh, you know. uh, Running. You're a you're a you were Air Force, weren't you? Yes, exactly. Oh, but but Brittany's an Army brat. Oh, Greg's Air Force. uh, Brittany's Armed Forces uh, Exchange Services. Really? What does that mean? Armed Army brat. Your parents were in the army. That means I'm a big brat. (laughs) I get the brat part. And my dad was in the military. (laughs) (laughs) And and you moved around a lot. Uh-huh. Uh, but you've uh, come home to roost in L.A. with uh, Colin Powell and Schwarzkopf and then a bunch of old uh, Bob Newhart, uh, sorry, uh, Bob Hope and uh, Bing Crosby war bond uh, campaigns from, from the 40s. Why don't you get them to put something good on? No, probably the best they can do for us is Dr. Domeno, which, you know, I don't want to speak against him, you know, rival. Yeah, but how many times can you hear my bologna? <laughs> I, I agree, I agree. Um, but just one question, though, before I... Let you guys go before you let me go or whatever. Howard Stearns has a movie come out. When is Loveline the movie coming out? This is a brilliant idea. <laughs> and we have, a, I would Adam, like David Spade to play me and Brittany to play Drew. Adam, you have so much, you have so much creativity. And Dr. Drew, you know, the guy's, the guy's just. He's a doctor. I yeah. mean, the man is just so nonchalant. Sandler play just, you. You know, it's. It's awesome. Well, uh, I do not know when the uh, Loveline movie uh, is going to go down. Although we tried to talk, what's his name? Uh, the biographer, the guy who did uh, the biographer that did the Heidi Fleiss story, and he did that S and M thing that we had the, in here. The, uh, uh, British guy. Yeah, right, right, right. I can't uh, remember his name off the top of my head. I was campaigning for him to do a Loveline documentary, documentary, documentary which he had right. no interest in. But Kevin Smith uh, from uh, Chasing Amy Mallrats and uh, Clerks says he's going to put me in his next film. And Poe is going to write the film. And Poe is going to write the film. So uh, we're always working here, Gray. Excellent. Hey, just make sure that Jay and Silent Bob are in the film, too. We will uh, work that into the script. <laughs> All right, Gray. I think uh, the Loveline movie will have a better plot than Black Sheep. <laughs> Listen, I, I never did see Black Sheep, but the commercials were funny. It's not bad. Black Sheep has its moments. Greg? Yes, sir. Uh, don't rape any young women while you're over there. What? I'm oh, just saying. Stop we, by Brunei. We have a problem with that. And There's some shake you can it's get. It's not rape when they're paid for. <laughs> you are representing it's not America. Rape, when they're paid for. Right. That's uh, oh, prostitution. Oh, I love so you. Sorry. just erased all your smartness. Now I get to be the smart one. <laughs> Kevin, 19. Hey, how's it going? Hey. I love your show, I have to say it. Thank you. You guys are absolutely great. Uh, First off, I'd like to start off, uh, when I was a child, uh, Dr. G may have heard of it. I don't know if the condition or the procedure was called, was uh, hypospadia. It's the condition. It's the condition? Yeah. That's going to be the name of the HBO special. (laughs) It sounds good to me. But anyway, did they uh, repair it? Huh? Did they repair it? What is it? Um, what, what, what was the question again? Were you repa- was it repaired? Yeah, yeah, it was. But um, what is hypospadia? Go ahead, Kevin. Oh, Drew doesn't man. know. Um, don't say. Don't, don't, don't say. I don't remember. Um, Drew does know. Okay, what I don't know. What I can remember. What it was is, 
my penis was crooked and the hole was higher up. Right. The, you, it comes out down down here as opposed to the tip. That so is going to be the name of my HBO special now. Hypospadia. And do you also breathe through it? No. They no. just they have, make a documentary. That'd be they great. Close it, they close the tube up so the tube goes the rest of the way down. They yeah. close the dot? You mean in a procedure? Yeah. Why do they do that? Oh, wait a minute. Well, hold on. Uh, is the initial problem that the penis curved? Uh, please, draw it out, Drew. Um, Adam needs diagrams. <laughs> he wants to see a picture of a wiener. That's There's all. no way a penis is really that big. Yeah, exactly. Can I take that home? Instead of out of here. Actually, you'd be surprised how curved it was. Right. So, yeah, but the thing is curved, and in order to straighten it, they, they just they, they just, like break a chopstick off in there or something and then cosmetic. put a hole in the bottom. I, I don't know what procedure they do exactly. I don't. No, nah, neither do I. I was only about four or five when what? it was repaired. What's his question? I'm sorry, we're getting off track. Here. Okay. Well, anyway, um, I'm kind of suffering for it now. Me and my girlfriend uh, had sex the first time about a month ago, and I just found out that I can urinate erect. And when we were having sex, I thought I was having an orgasm, and I was actually kind of peeing. So just a little bit, not a whole lot. Did you have an orgasm also? Um, a little bit afterwards, after I found out that that happened. Okay. So well, where does some... the uh, orgasm come out of? The same orifice? Yeah. Yeah. So it's totally sealed off at the end. Yeah. It, it, but now he really repaired it. It looks. It looks normal now. Yeah, everything's okay now. But does it still come out of there? Yeah. Yes. No, the end. It comes, it comes out, out of everything's the end. normal. Everything's normal. But, but obviously, normal now. But yeah. he lost that sensation. Yeah, I, you know what you need? I, I'm. When you masturbate, I would never pee on you, Bernie. When you masturbate, Unless you ask for it. Does this happen all? <laughs> does it happen at all when I masturbate? Yeah. No. Okay. At least not that you're aware of, right? No. Um, it. I just wonder if this is perhaps some some element of the underlying congenital problem you had. That there may be some underdevelopment of the muscular sort of valves that are there to protect this from happening. So what I would suggest you do. I, I doubt it's the procedure. I suspect it's probably more whatever underlying... Whatever caused it in the first place. Whatever can, whatever anatomic problem you had in the first place, exactly. I, I would suggest yeah. you see a urologist. I doubt they'll be doing anything for it, particularly, because it, it really doesn't necessarily suggest any problems that I can think of. How about the Kegel exercises? And the Stroh? Kegel exercises uh, well, may be helpful, depending on what the anatomy stop. is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. So see, see a urologist, and uh, I, I bet it won't amount mm -hmm. to much, okay? So the probably one thing, the only thing you're going to tell me is, well, hold it. Do some muscle exercise, exactly. How Let did your girlfriend react? Uh, scared at first. She just, she was kind of jittered about it, and then mm -hmm. she just kind of went, well, well. That's what I like. Yeah, I, sense I, didn't know, in the bedroom. I didn't. I didn't know your Christmas card in the box. I, I just wonder if it would affect fer fertility. That's the thing I would be most <laughs> concerned with. I'm you. guessing it's going to put a damper on the oral sex, uh, Kevin. Oh, oh. Huh? most definitely. Yeah, a damper. She won't, she won't do it anyway. So yeah. I don't have to worry about oh, that. really? <laughs> no, that's yeah, rough. Out of luck on that one. What uh, What position were you in when this uh, went off? Her on top. Her on top. Yeah. All right. Probably one of the safer positions for this uh, ordeal. So uh, there's nothing to be worried about. It could have been worse. Uh, I'm saying that nothing occurs to me that you need to be alarmed about, but I would definitely see a urologist have it checked out, okay? All right. Uh, Jennifer, 15. Hi. Um, I'm a guy. Okay. First of all, um, I have really big boobs for my age. Okay. Slow down. <laughs> they sprung up really quickly. I was flat a year ago, and now I'm a size D cup. D? Oh, um, they're still going. <laughs> And my mom said it would be okay because I'm having a lot of trouble with it, like self-consciously. Sometimes I cry over it, 
and it really frustrates me. And my mom said it would be okay to get a breast reduction, mm. but I was just wondering, since I'm so young and I'm still developing, if that would be a problem. Uh, you're 15. Yeah. And um, how? That's kind of a tricky procedure, isn't it? Well, very dangerous. And millions not, not of women dangerous. die each year. No, no, not dangerous. But sure, I mean, just shut up for a second. Uh, millions of women die uh, under the. Do night. not listen to Adam. No, don't listen to Adam. That's. It's, I mean, it's it happens a lot. It's just. Is it trickier than TV having a boob job? You did. I watched one on TV the other night. It's the coolest thing. They open you up like a flower. And then cut out the the pieces, and they have to cut, carve them out perfectly, right. so show, that when they uh, close show me them on back your up, breast. Hold on. So that when they close them back up, it forms back to the natural shape of a breast. It's it is amazing. I loved watching. You it. watched it? I'm weird like that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't go for that. Uh, I know there's a surgery channel, know, and that always happens when I'm eating. <laughs> some uh, some guys Brains getting uh, some well, guys uh, getting a kidney removed, and I'm 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 trying right. to put away the actually it seems like such pie. a simple this procedure. Poor, it, it, it's needs. a relatively simple procedure, but it is a big scar. And a lot of women are unhappy with that. But which would you be more unhappy with the back pains? So what well, should you wait until it's please. done? I yeah, I think yeah she should uh, she uh, it's fine to consult with a plastic surgeon, but I think at 15 is a little bit premature. I'm well, surprised if somebody. It could keep growing after that. Anyway. Yeah, and you might have to redo it. I mean, it just—I think you need to talk to a surgeon about uh, maybe being followed about this and making sort of timing it with the surgeon if it's really something you're <laughs> intent upon doing. Talk to a few surgeons because some yeah. of them are going to want to get you right in there right. quick. That's right. But but I, I think it's a little bit premature. <clears throat> also, uh, this is something that's relatively <laughs> new for you, Jennifer. I mean, you may want to see how you adjust. Well, um, I've tried to deal with it, but. It's Really annoying. I mean, Why? Because you're getting a lot of tension from guys. Well, it makes me very self-conscious. Now it's like I wear these huge baggy clothes, and I won't let anybody like see any kind of figure, and so people think I'm fat, and I'm not because I'm only size six. Uh huh. How much you weigh? Um, I don't know. <laughs> well, how tall are you? Five five. All Jennifer, right, let's... know this. Yeah. Girls, girls are gonna talk crap about you. I mean, girls, they're going to be... Oh, they are. They're going to be evil, and just know that they're stupid. Just know that right now. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? It's their own insecurities that they'll, they'll kind of They'll either realize that they're they being stupid, and they'll come to their senses, or they'll continue being stupid, and you can move on with li in life without them. I'm sure you had a few hurdles to get over with your beautiful behind. <laughs> I mean, it, really, that must have been uh, some form of distraction for many a boy in school, and I'm sure many a girl resented you in that tight coolie of yours. Would that be a fair statement? No. And it wouldn't? No. Well, Jennifer, she's got a... <laughs> Jennifer, I, I, I would try to take it uh, one day at a time. That is totally freaky for a girl. I'm I, sure. I, I could understand. High school is hard enough. High school is horrible. That. People in high school are horrible. Just know that now and just ignore them. Right. And uh, but but here's the deal. Uh, m many many a woman has gone through this metamorphosis and and made it out okay. And this is new. Uh, I think you ought to live with it for a little while, adjust, and then uh, weigh your uh, surgical options. Most girls I know with deep breasts want them reduced. Oh. And one girl that I know who has had them reduced still has one of the most stunning figures. She's a large C cup now. Really? You know, is my voice cracked? <laughs> what are you hanging out with all these busty supermodels all for? All friends are high. Yeah, what tell. is that? They're, they're Kevin's friends. They travel in packs. <laughs> Do you guys ever frolic together? <laughs> no. <laughs> you don't? As weird as I seem, I'm actually so normal. It's yeah, but I, I don't mean sexually. I just mean playful stuff. Like, you're always, like, getting your panties and have, like, a pillow fight or something. <laughs> Is that, is that is that go on? No. <laughs> Tell Jennifer to call Shoshana. She's gone this long. <laughs> She's doing 
very fine. Jennifer, I'm sure uh, that uh, six months from now you will uh, have named both of them and uh, be uh, thankful for this, uh, this gift that God has bestowed upon you and, um, and me in, in, in his own Jennifer, way. you sound like a nice girl. I would just hang in there and, and yeah. wait it out for a little bit longer. Good choice of words. The voices are trying to throw me off. Yeah, Film Vault. This week, uh, we just wrapped uh, the most recent episode. Good one. And we realized that because we just ran down the list of movies that we went into detail. Pretty much solid movies all across the board. So many solid picks, including movies that are streaming right now, movies that are in theaters, as well as our top five. Well, I would call them physically handicapped. Maybe that's not PC. Physically challenged characters. We're not always PC on the show, so don't worry about that. Learn about the top five physically challenged characters in cinema this week on the Film Vault. Film Vault. Over at Podcast One. That's O-N-E. Hi, this is John Favreau, and you're listening to Love Line with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Uh, all right, Drew uh, goes into an epileptic seizure every time he hears John Favreau's voice. Hi, uh, this is John Favreau. Oh, there he goes, spazzing out. <laughs> I found uh, John Favreau, who uh, wrote and starred in um, Swingers, to be uh, quite delightful. And uh, quite a personable chap. Uh, Drew had a little problem with him. I don't know uh, what the hell that was from. I had a reaction to him. Yeah, what was that? I don't know. I I just had a real... He he just pushed the right buttons, and I had this big old rage reaction. But Drew was having uh, palpitations. uh, No, 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 it all happened after that. That all happened subsequently. Well, I'm saying, but you were having... You were were strung out. You were stressed out. You went to the hospital uh, the next day, We were doing doing four shows that day, remember? Right, and you went in uh, for what? To be checked out? Yeah, I was... Uh, ridiculous. R- it was what? Rokakimus. Thank you. Hi, this is John I was, I was having chest pain and short of breath. I, and I normally would just ignore stuff like that. But when you have three kids, you think, you know what? It's, it's, you know, Drew, uh, God forbid anything should happen to you. You know, I would step right in and uh, have sex with your wife. Oh, uh, thank you. And I'd throw a little stipend together for the kids, too. Uh, Each month, that. a little something. Stipend? Uh, that's good. Yes. A little something. You know, 10 bucks a, a kid uh, times, uh, sure. you know, four weeks out of the month. That adds up. Brittany, you're ready to start a family, aren't you? Yeah. Okay. Adam, you are too, aren't you? <laughs> yes. What a coincidence. Yes. I'm ready to, uh, tonight, <laughs> like in about 20 minutes in the parking lot. All right. Uh, speaking of Dr. Drew, uh, I decided we need to hear the uh, Dr. Drew boogie. Right. I know uh, Brittany has heard this. I'm not sure that uh, David has. Spudley hasn't heard it. But what this is, is uh, we have the uh, OCCDs, the out-of-context, uh, oh, sorry, the OCDDs, um, the out-of-context Drew drops. This is when Drew is uh, taken out of context. Engineer Mike has whipped it in. Faggot better run. Uh, thank you, Drew. Uh, Engineer Mike has uh, whipped it into a, a bit of a, a shuffle or a boogie, if you will, and it goes <laughs> I'll a put little. The headphones back yes, on. you're going to enjoy this. Crank it up at home. It goes something like this. She drinks until she barely has her senses about her, and then she can relax enough to have sex with me. Doctor Drew is right. Ow! Get down, get down, asshole. Get down, get down, get down, get down. You're fat. Get down, get down. I find you to have sex with me. You get hurt, have sex with me. Faggot better have sex with me. I want to have sex with me. I was bored, so I had my tongue pierced. I was bored, so I put a spear to my penis. Tried to be straight, or I thought I shouldn't be straight, and I was confused. Loser. No. Pee on this makes me sick. It hurts when I urinate. Makes me sick. Anal sex makes me sick. This guy's penis makes me sick. 
I've had anal sex. Gee, it hurts. I've got these lesions. Gee, it hurts. I'm still a virgin. Gee, it hurts. It's called intimacy. Can I say that? You're fat. Gay. Use sick. Born. Still a virgin. Dysfunctional. Can I say that? Dr. Drew is right. Ah, Dr. Drew is right. Was he saying you're fat? Yes. That's your fat. Uh, my my favorite is uh, faggot better run. Uh, Mike, please give me a faggot better run. Faggot better he run. You can't find it that fast. <laughs> no, you talked right over. Give it one more time, Mike, please. Oh, it's got a cue up. All You're right. fat. <laughs> All right, is the faggot ready? <laughs> All right. People don't say that word a lot anymore. <laughs> I don't want to know if you... Can, can you say the word fat anymore? Is that, like, politically incorrect now? You have to use the word um, um, with challenge. Let's call the Chris Farley fan club headquarters and ask him. Go ahead, Mike. Faggot better run. That is my <laughs> all-time favorite Drewism. That's pretty wild that you said that. Well, some gay guy called up and was lipping off to wow. Drew. And uh, he know. said he was coming happens. after him. Yeah. Tough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts when I urinate. I've got these lesions. Get down, get down. I don't oh, know you saying that. Do the, uh, do the, uh, give us a couple real uh, zingers, Engineer Mike. Uh, this is, uh, it, nothing br brings me pleasure. It's like, like cringe this. time for Drew. He just sits here waiting. Yes, and he, he wants to groom this child for his, uh, you know, abuse farm. guy twice my age. <laughs> he wants to groom this guy for his abuse farm. What did I say that? <laughs> I was asleep. Jams. I'm in pain. My breasts hurt. And he just sits over there so graciously and takes this. <gasps> now, Adam, does Drew yeah, ever totally great. flirt with the girls that are on here or not? No, just for a good man. Yes, he's. So, uh, is there any been girls that you thought were kind of cute, but you're married, but you can still say they were? You had all things. I, I'm ho I'm homosexual. Trying to be heterosexual. True, I understand. Have you me homosexual feelings? <laughs> I'm in pain. My breasts hurt. Okay, okay, just please right. answer this question. Maybe I was out of line. All right. Uh, this is like the Mr. Jaws tape in the 70s. Is it okay to be in love to a guy twice my age? <laughs> <laughs> Ashlyn, uh, you're I'll 17. I'll later. Hi. Hey. Um, first of all, I just want to say, Adam, you and Brittany make a perfect couple. We really do, oh, yes. Thank you. Get down, get down. <laughs> okay, um, my problem is I'm 17 and I had a baby on March 18th. And ever since then, I don't get any pleasure out of sex whatsoever. I don't get orgasms or anything. This is uh, just two months ago, right? Yeah. That's fairly normal, okay? Uh, are you breastfeeding now? Yeah. Uh, that can add to that even further, and uh, it's not uncommon for that to go for several months. That doesn't mean stop breastfeeding, though. doesn't mean stop yeah. breastfeeding, no, and it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. Uh, it's uh, Mother Nature's way of... Uh, so keeping you from getting pregnant right away. That's right. That, that, uh, that uh, breastfeeding does that too to a certain extent. It prevents ovulation and also the drop off in sex drive will help you not have another child right on one after the other. Um, if this goes on more than six months, I would definitely look into it. Sometimes just taking some hormones, even just like the oral contraceptive pill, will get things started up again. Where's, uh, I was going to say your husband, but uh, um, I've My been doing this yesterday because he thought that I did not like him anymore and that he wasn't giving me enough pleasure. This was your husband or your boyfriend? My boyfriend. Right. Uh, like and I said, I was going to say husband, but I realized that would have been very presumptuous here on Love Light. Is he the father of the child? Yeah, and I just want to know what I could tell him 
to make to make an understand about this because I, mean, I these that this are, are you depressed at all? That's the other question. Is that sometimes a postpartum depression can add to this? Oh well, kind of. How old is he? He is, I think, eighteen. He needs to understand that there. Well, hold on. You think? Well, yeah, he's eighteen. Okay. Here's what you should tell him. Uh, he can no longer be a child because he has one. When when you have a kid, you become the adult. I don't care how old you are. I don't care how stupid you are. You have a kid. Now you're an adult. It is. Uh, it's, it's like uh, my sister just had a baby. I'm an uncle. I have no choice. I I now have that title because uh, she let some uh, guy in Germany knock her up, and now I am an uncle. I I cannot deny that. What, what were you saying? I uh, said yes. You're going to be a great uncle. Thank you, Uncle Adam. Uh, David Spader, fine improv <laughs> all weekend, ladies What's and gentlemen. What's wrong with that? You no, there's that. nothing wrong Dr. with that. Dr. Drew, is it common? Can, um, can women take the, the father of the child into her, um, her doctor's appointments and stuff, like her sure. checkups and oh, stuff? Oh, of course. Because the doctor could probably un explain all of this to him much better Look, than you'd be able to relay she, it. Men, and I think your society in general, do not uh, teach and appreciate the tremendous biological changes that women go through after a pregnancy, after an abortion. And uh, right. this is a normal thing, and it's time for him to be a, uh, the father and be a man and to uh, not be a child, as Adam is saying. Cool out about this well, a little bit. He has this thing about like, hospitals and doctor's offices. Uh, He's not the one getting the shot. He can go with you. I know, but I mean, I try to get him to go so many times, uh, like to ultrasound. Yeah, but I mean, it, it's we'll play like the tape of this show. Uh, you know, he, he's got to understand that there. This is not nothing to do with him. Nothing oh, well, to do with your relationship. Cares, it is so pathetic that yeah. you have to like. Well, he doesn't really enjoy the medical profession, so he. Uh, who the hell cares what he enjoys? Uh, the right. guy has You've a gone kid through now. enough. She's yes. still the yep. trooper. I agree, Ashlyn. Yeah. Uh, assert yourself. You understand? You, yeah. You have nothing to be ashamed of yeah, or feel guilty great. for. You understand? Yeah. This guy's being an idiot. Uh, I don't. Uh, do you think he's going to be around to raise his kid? I don't know. Hopefully, because I can't raise it by myself. I mm. mean, if worse comes to worse, I'm going to put it up for adoption. Because mm. I don't want to give this baby a bad life. Good for you. All right. I, I'm, I'm sorry that that has happened, but uh, I, I, I commend you for making the decision on behalf of the child. All right, Ashlyn. Uh, talk to him, and don't come from a place of, um, like, you're trying to talk him into uh, uh, being involved with the child's life or being involved with you. Uh, come from a responsibility standpoint. Uh, don't ask him. Tell him. All right. March down to Arby's. And tell him. Oh. Do you understand? Yeah. Does he work? Um, yeah. At Arby's? No, he works at McDonald's. Oh, okay. Bastards. He's working for the competition, Dave. I know. Right. Ashlyn sounds like a very sweet girl, and I hope this works out for her. All right, Ashlyn. Good luck. Oh, it's just, uh, it is Do just... standard response. It is just, uh... <laughs> Boy, you're like uh, you're like Kreskin. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to no. say Yuri Geller, but you didn't fix anything. No, I didn't want to joke around with her because she's sweet. Oh, she's up against the but, wall. But I mean, do you understand what the hell's going on in society? It's first like first of all, given us men a horrible name. Yes, yeah. guys like David who um, who who, who, who revere women who, who own who, up to all his kids. That's right. Yeah. Uh, at least the ones in the country, and guys like me who who don't really revere women, but I would learn to. If uh, Brittany would take me. For the love of Brittany. For the love of Brittany. That's going to be the title of my next book. At least he's tenacious, Brittany. you got to give him that. I really work. 
All right. And in is that bad, it? Is it over? Yes. I'm like a wolverine in the sack, too. I, speaking, you think I'm verbally tenacious. He doesn't tenacious, come up for tenacious. No, Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, do you ever see... Uh, oh, i right. got a break, please. All right, all right, all right. I don't think they're aware of how much they suck. Hey, that's not very nice. You kiss my mother with that mouth. Yeah, hey. Well, that's about it, kitties. I want to thank the beautiful Brittany Powell for uh, coming in tonight. Thank you very much. And the marvelously talented David Spade, who you can find at the Irvine <laughs> Improv uh, this weekend. Uh, that helps no one. Almost Friday, Saturday, and like... Sunday. Also, uh, just shoot me the uh, wildly successful series That's that more is coming of a national back. Thing, yeah. Yes, as Hilarious. a national thing. Coming back around August, uh, NBC right after Frasier. And also, do not miss Brittany in uh, L.A. Johns. L.A. Johns. She plays a prostitute, and I'm um, sure she's smashing. That is Tuesday, June 17th on Fox. All right, uh, we're all there. covered. Uh, you will see or uh, hear at least Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Uh, Adam, you next should walk week. Brittany out to the car because it's not safe down here. Yeah, it's a, it's really a dicey part of the town. Corner of rape and carjack down That's here. <laughs> I almost didn't get here. I uh, I should probably just follow her all the way to her condo just to make sure everything's uh, on You're the up and up. Any sort of gentleman. Will you come in and check to make sure that there's no bad men in my house? Yes. There's no monsters. <laughs> I'm going to start by looking under the waterbed. There was a trouser trout in here the other. Day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So until next time, this Sam Crawler for Dr. Drew saying mahalo. You're my stern but groovy master, Adam. This has been Loveline. The opinions expressed herein are certainly opinions. That's for sure. If you'd like a written transcript of today's program, you probably should have written it down yourself. But if you did, we'd like a copy. Loveline producer Ann Wilkins. This broadcast was copyright Three very easy steps. First, go to TrueCar.com to find out what others paid for the car you want. Then, register to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. And third, it's very simple. Just print out your savings certificate and take it to the TrueCar certified dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Some features not available in all states. To see how much you can save on the car you want, simply download the TrueCar mobile app or visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com.